What's up, everyone? It's Friday, May 21st, and you're tuned in to Two and a Half Hoopers, Courtney Lee's favorite basketball podcast. Uh, pretty controversial uh, player there for some reason. Uh, I'm here with Josh Rhodes. Hey, guys. And I'm here with George Martin. You tried to take your retainers out to sound less stupid <laughs> and still fluffed up in the intro. Well, yeah, I'm Jacob Lehman. Yeah, I'm the one that sounds stupid in the intro. Uh, I know we joke. Uh, it's it's 4:30 for George. Oh, we do this. It's part? actually 4:30 right now. now. It's 4:30 for George. Um, it's two o'clock uh, Pacific Standard Time. Uh, but we're here, and we got a good pod for you guys. Uh, recap the bulk of the play-in games, including Lakers taking the Warriors in a pretty fun one. Uh, our All NBA teams, including defensive and All Rookie, as long as the the our three teams for LMBA, the fun ones, and then preview of the first round of playoffs. Uh, so that should be fun. Remember, if you guys like what you hear, make sure to follow us at TH Hoopers, Instagram and Twitter. Um, drop a comment. We'll follow you back. We'll give you a shout out. We'll do anything because if you are f- listening to our podcast, we appreciate you. That's why we're doing it here at 2 a.m. for you. Um, but yeah, let's get right down to it. So Grizzlies beat the Spurs 196. Um, I'll run through it. I th- we'll probably get through these a little quickly, uh, pretty quickly because – I believe we both had Grizzlies, or we all three had Grizzlies, and we all three had Lakers um, in this one. So uh, Grizzlies went up big early. Spurs fought back to make it close for the entire second half. Uh, very defensive-oriented. Grizzlies hold the Spurs to 35% shooting, had 11 blocks, four steals. Uh, my boy, Jonas Valanciunas, had a monster 23-23. and 23. He, th- I think just following up the Warriors game before before this, he had 18-18. Uh, and 18. He, He's a beast. Um, DeJounte Murray, triple-double, Rudy Gay led Spurs to the bench, uh, 20 points, suspect shooting, but he hit, he was one keeping them in the game late. And then Murray DeRozan combined to shoot nine for 38. So that was, that was not good. Uh, Josh, I know you watched this one in bulk, uh, cause you're watching as you clean the house in preparation for me to come over and watch Lakers Warriors. Um, just some quick thoughts on this one. Um, quick thoughts. I thought the game was going to go the way the first half did. Uh, the Grizzlies just blowing him out. Spurs came back. Uh, big pivotal moment of the game was Dylan Brooks. He shut down DeMar DeRozan and was their leader on offense, it looked like. But beside that, they won the game fair and square. Uh, nothing crazy. I am a little worried about how Jaws going to handle more of the pressure as they have a uh, winner-go-home game against Warriors and uh, going into the playoffs if they do, because he looks like he's been struggling in like big time moments. And that's been a thing. And he's still a young player, so not too much heart, but I would like him to take more of an advantage because it looked like Dylan Brooks was the man for them. Yeah. As a guy who has Grizzlies, that's my first hot take the playoffs. Grizzlies beat the Warriors for the eight seed. Um, and they were giving John Morant the Tony Allen treatment. He went one for six mm-hmm. from three. He, he, he did not look ready to come and play, and Dylan Brooks kind of saved them there. But their defense also saved them. That's the reason I had them against the Warriors, um, just because I think they uh, went one and two against Warriors this year. But that last game, or for that battle for the eight seed, I really think they should have beaten the Warriors there. Dylan Brooks doesn't follow out on some of those ticky-tack fouls. Uh, Viet, George, uh, I know you're kind of load managing until the important part of the podcast, but uh, just some quick thoughts here. I mean, it was just Dylan Brooks' experience. I mean, I think when they were getting down, when the Spurs were kind of getting close in the four, third, fourth quarter, <laughs> he would just come down every time, just score right back. And I mean, it was it was it was crazy to watch. And then, yeah, just with the with the Spurs, I don't know. A lot of people on Twitter were talking about, you know, where do they go from here? I mean, DeRozan's a free agent, uh, Rudy Gay's a free agent, Patty Mills is a free agent, and you know. They kind of kept them together this past deadline and really didn't do anything with them just to be a 10 seed and losing their first game. So, I mean, they're kind of like in, in no man's land. I, 
I mean, they have all their picks, I presume. I don't think anyone else has them, but I mean, they're about to lose some big core guys, and they don't have, like, the depth to replace those guys if those guys leave for nothing. So people are kind of talking about them. They're they're in the purgatory zone. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. And, you know, does Pop come back? I think he retires. I think this is a – he's probably going to just, you know, just retire and give the keys to Becky Hammond. I think that's what's going to happen. But, you know, it, it's it'll be interesting to see what Grizzlies – yeah, it's going to be an energetic game upcoming for them. Uh, Josh, you had to take us home here. Spurs season's over. Uh, was this a, a successful season for them? No, it wasn't. I mean, they're not really I, – I have my own harp on them. We'll get into it when we do the offseason thing. I don't think they're a team that's built to win, especially with the formula. Pop's a fantastic coach, and the fact that – it's a successful season for Popovich, I should say. For the Spurs, no. Uh, they. I feel like they need to do some retooling. And this season kind of proved it. Six games under 500 isn't going to get you anywhere. And Pop just simply can't will this team anymore. They try so hard, but I just don't think that they're built to keep up with the big dogs of the West. So, Do you think uh, Pop retires like George says? Um, I don't think he retires, but I definitely think that he might consider taking a smaller role with the team. Mm, I don't think he retires. So, hmm. so kind of like – like promoting himself to an assistant and giving he's, 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 he's going to do like, he's not going to do like a, I think he's going to do like a master Yoda thing where he kind of just slowly fades out of the organization. <laughs> and the next thing you know, just one year you look at the coaching staff, he's just not there. I don't think he like, just. So what Tim Duncan did. That's like Tim Duncan retired. Sort of. Yeah. But like, yeah. like next year, Becky Hammond's one standing up giving orders pops on the head coach seat next year. He's, he's shutting a seat down every single year until he's yeah. just a fan in the front office. So. It, it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like what LeBron, you know, LeBron, there's a head coach, but LeBron's basically the head coach. Yeah. I mean, you can't completely rebuild when you have pop as your coach, just because you there's, there's too much respect as a front office for coach yeah. Popovich to get you don't want to try enough players. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't see maybe DeRozan picks of his option because of the money. I don't know. We'll talk about it in the off season, uh, getting onto a team who's, uh, season wasn't ended. Uh, Lakers beat the Warriors 103-100. So, yeah, like we said, Warriors have a do-or-die do game against the Grizzlies uh, on today, Friday. Uh, today, Friday. T- oh, today, Friday. All right, matchup. Uh, this is the best defense in the league. The Lakers versus the best defense in the league since April 1st. Uh, Lakers mm-hmm. are playing from behind for the majority of the game, down by 13 at halftime. Yeah, I, it's caught, caught me by surprise, too, George. Once they went to that veteran lineup when Wiseman went down, they put Looney um, – into the uh, starting lineup, it um, since April first, best defense in the league. That's why Draymond's top top three. Draymond, <laughs> Wiggins as well, JTA. I mean, those those core guys have really uh, held it down defensively. Uh, yeah, with the game tied, a hundred. Braun hit a deep three, put the Lakers up. Uh, Jordan pulled out the game. Missed. Yeah, he aimed for the middle rim. All right, corny at. Oh my gosh. Uh, Jordan Poole. Proceeded to miss a game tying three with 35 seconds left. I believe the pass was from Curry. They blitzed him. Uh, Curry got they did all game to him. a pretty good look for Poole. Mm-hmm. Uh, missed it. And then Lakers come down, don't get a, a shot. Then Curry gets bottled up at the end of the game. Uh, and game that's all she wrote. Lakers get the seventh before, seed. Before George says something, or before George uh, takes my game, minute. Can I just can I just say how funny it was that Space Jam Two was uh, trending on Twitter because everybody was excited to uh, talk about LeBron's acting job. That's so funny, man. CJ <laughs> McCollum was having a subtweet session at LeBron. CJ McCollum I do, is upset. I just want to say this was the first time I've seen Josh Rhodes beat George Martin to a meme. 
He, Josh was the first one to send the LeBron be him to crying. LeBron crying. Yeah. I saw that and instantly, instantly, I was, I was ready. <laughs> I was too busy. It looked like LeBron when he gave him the baby face filter on Snapchat. I was laughing. It was so funny. Yeah, like he oh, literally looked God. like he was about to cry. I was, I was shout, sitting there like, shout out Joey Vaca. He does classic Joey Vaca laugh where it's the hearty ha 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 where he's, it, it, it sounds <laughs> fake, but yeah, that one. Uh, but yeah, George. Warriors shoot better from the field and from three. Lakers get 10 more free throws. Steph had 37. Wiggins played well. But besides Dre Phil and the stat sheet on defense, not a whole lot else from anyone else. No. Uh, Warriors have 20 turnovers, 15 of them in the second half. So, the majority in the third quarter. That's where the game changed. So, George, I know you're tired. I see you perk up when you hear L.A. Lakers. Uh, you're smiling. What did you take from this game? So, yeah, well, I won't try and do like a Big, big recap, but I have some talking points. So, yeah, Lakers came out really flat. I mean, LeBron, AD, and Schroeder, I believe, going into halftime and combined for, like, two of 22. I mean, they were getting to a really dangerous point where if they didn't come out in the third rock solid, they were they were going to about to go down 20 and lose that game. Um, yeah, third quarter defense, I mean, it turned on. Especially one thing I noticed, with especially, like, when you blitz Curry, you have to make sure you know where Draymond is. And where else that ball is going? They were getting passing lane steals too. Like they knew where Draymond was going to go. That's why they completely neutralized him on the offensive end. As great as he was guarding AD, it, it was really bad for Draymond because he wasn't putting any shots up, and he was. Is that a ball. coaching thing? Watching the right film, or is that just that instinct? is film? That is film, hundred <laughs> percent. They were they were rotating. They were cutting off passing lanes, and you know LeBron's like a free safety out there when he's not guarding the main ball handler. But uh, <laughs> I don't I don't want to get too animated here. Just. Uh, Lakers put themselves down in this one early. They they really kind of shot themselves in the foot rotations wise. You, you know, I, I don't want to hate on Drummond too much here because I'm gonna get a five paragraph essay from Josh Nowakowski in the morning. <laughs> but I just felt like his leash was way too long. He needs to have a shorter leaf, especially uh, in lineups where they they're really small. I I, I didn't like that. I, Eighty at the five right when he came in. I mean, he was nine of twelve in the fourth quarter or second half when he was the primary center, and just everything flows a lot better offensively. It gets LeBron better lanes, shooter better lanes. So hopefully I'm more confident in Vogel adjusting throughout a series just because like they'll be able to watch the film and point out uh, what's wrong. So gutsy win. Uh, I think the Warriors are definitely going to respond after this. I mean, do or die game at Oracle, Steph and Draymond. I, I expect them to win. I don't know what you think, Lehman, but yeah, that's what I have. Uh, to take away from this game. Well, yeah, when 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 Jeff Van Gundy is saying is making the correct decision, saying Andre Jones shouldn't be out there, put eighty at the five, you know something's wrong. Uh, but yeah, just before I get to Josh Rose, because his face is making me giggle like a little schoolgirl, um, I would Josh Nowakowski to tell the world uh, George gave up on this t- team at halftime. There are receipts. There are receipts. George. Um, I'd like to explain now, myself after this. I am I am more confident in Frank Vogel to make the proper rotations. Frank Vogel isn't serious. We deserve to lose. Frank Vogel <laughs> should be fired. Frank Vogel has the IQ of a bleeping hippo. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, hey. Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, George Martin in the middle of the game. Josh Nowakowski will simply not let Listen, him rest on Twitter. A few things. Uh, anyone new listening, a few things to know about me chronic overreactor and i always do this during laker games because i think i have a reverse jinx that's worked pretty good because i did the same thing against the knicks and they won he came back from a deficit so game one game me, one me and simply me and mr rose over here we're sitting there sipping tea and crumpets not reacting at whatsoever because we are confident in our la lakers i just had my i just had my phone buzz 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 george martin 
I put it on do not disturb because I was afraid of two things, George overreacting and Josh Nowakowski telling me the play before I see the play because <laughs> I, I just, just, Rose, cable. I just Rose Rose cannot afford cable TV. That yes, sir, I cannot. Annoying overreaction tweets or spoiling the game? I think you'd rather take you the do annoying both, text. Man. Next, I didn't spoil next, the game. I didn't spoil the game. So, so, George, to get us back on track here and to take us home, you've been on the Steph needs more help train. Was I've been on the Steph... I hopped off the Steph needs to do more train because it started averaging 15 in a in a month. But um, do you who is this loss on the others or is this one on Steph? I mean Steph Steph was phenomenal. He was getting the kitchen sink literally. That's what Frank Vogel said they would do or Steve Kerr. He had 37 on very efficient shooting numbers. I mean you have to look at guys like Draymond two points. I don't even think he had a field goal attempt. I mean yeah actually he did. He got he tried to dunk on LeBron. He, he tried Over to dunk it. Yeah, so he's got to be more aggressive and better there. Um, I really didn't look at the stat sheet much because I, I kind of watched the game and really didn't need to look at it. Just a more aggressive aggressiveness there from him. And just honestly, like, even offensively, as if they didn't turn over the ball as much as they did in that third quarter, they win. I mean, that's the only reason the Lakers came back out uh, and uh, got the lead down. Yeah. Um, one thing I noticed last year in the playoffs, Lakers were the biggest team in the league, uh, height-wise, uh, wingspan-wise. Uh, other other ways, pause. Uh, but it doesn't. There's they're some of the biggest teams in the league this year, but they're not imposing their will. They play finesse, even mm-hmm. though they have some, some of the tallest players out there. And I mean, yeah, we had Dwight last year. We had Javale, and they were like they would get in your head. They would they would you know they're throwing elbows. Andre doesn't do that. Uh, so it's just kind of wasted space out there. And like you said, AD nine for fourteen at the five spot. Because well, also last year's defense really quickly. What they would do is they would run guys off the three-point line and then funnel them into guys like, you know, Dwight, JaVale, the true, like, big rim protectors. And I don't think they're as competent with uh, Andre Drummond there. So I think it, that's why it's a different type of, like, finesse defense where you have the perimeter defenders locking guys up. Mr. Vogel likes to make uh, us Laker fans sweat uh, a little bit. He doesn't play the important guys like Wes Matthews. They had to have. The quarter. They definitely <laughs> had money on the, the fucking the first half spread, like 100%. Uh, Josh, anything to add here? Not at all. Well, then I'm going to come to you first. Uh, I know not too many people out there watch Wizards Pacers, but that's what I'm for because as a rest guy, I got home from work and I watched the Wizards beat up on the Indiana Pacers. Uh, so here's the rundown. Wizards blew the game wide open by winning the second and third quarters by 30 uh, total. Pacers were dead in the water. Uh, Russ had a very calm game. It seemed like he really let the game come to him a lot more than uh, the game against the Celtics. Um 15 assists, 18 points. Wizards got great contributions everywhere, especially Daniel Gafford, who got them 13 boards. Leads me to my next point. I was really hoping that uh, the Wizards would take advantage of their size against the Celtics because they have, like, six centers. They didn't do that. Uh, they did that this game, won the rebound battle uh, by 12. Uh, Sabonis triple-double. Got into foul trouble early, though. Uh, no one else in the center lineup shot over 50% for Indiana. Um, so... Not a whole lot. It was just a fun game to watch. Uh, we see Beal and Russ get in the playoffs. They're hyping up that crowd. Um, I don't expect you guys to have too much from this game just because blowout and Indiana Pacers were Washington Wizards. Uh, but, Josh, anything here? 48 third-quarter points is rather impressive. Um, the big, the two big stories for the Washington Wizards were the reason why they were able to blow it open. 
uh, Russ didn't have to rely on hero ball. Uh, his uh, teammates were actually putting the shots in. So, I mean, that's a good thing. 15 assists, uh, rather impressive. And Hachimura didn't get into foul trouble. He got into foul trouble early because he was guarding Tatum against Celtics. Here, he didn't really have that problem. Big contributor. Uh, very underrated defensively, as George's uh, uh, computer seems to agree with my point there. Uh, and on the other side of the ball, or for... The, another big one is Daniel Gafford. That he was able to kind of limit Sabonis's, uh, what's it called, his ability in uh, the paint to kind of control the game. He kind of took that away, out rebounded him. So, uh, yeah, good win for the Wizards. They deserved it, and I mean that was my big uh, concern: the rebounding, and they managed to win it, and that's the reason they were just so far ahead of the game. Word up, uh, George. Was this a? Huh. Ooh. Oh, so Lehman's gone, but uh, oh, wait. I'll, I'll talk. Can you not hear me? We can no, hear you now. Now we can. I oh, can talk okay. a little bit about this. Uh, uh, I don't have much. I don't have much to add about this game, but well, uh, no, I, I know it was a successful season for the Indiana Pacers. They're now in. I think in the draft. So. I think so. Well, actually, I mean, for what they were given, I think they had higher expectations, but they were really uh, riddled with injuries. But, you know, if they return most of their guys and, you know, they're going to have a decent pick, you know, Vert, Brogdon, Turner, Sabonis, with uh, TJ Warren coming back and adding a pick, a lotto pick, they're, they're pretty uh, pretty good for the to make an East run in the playoffs. But uh, getting to this game, I don't have much to add. I'm just really hyped for this uh, first-round matchup. It's, it's going to be a quick series, but uh, Russ and Embiid have some history there, so it's going to be energetic. You know, Russ loves to bring the firepower, Embiid. You know, he likes to taunt when, when they go up. Yeah, that's and right. kind of a and beats kind of a front runner, I've noticed, you know, taunts when they're up, but uh when he's getting when he's getting uh George, be just put on his head, he's not trying. There's but, only uh, one guy that trash talks when he's losing, and that's Russell Westbrook. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's all I have to add about this one. And that's called heart, Josh. That's Washington. called heart. It's gonna um, be a lot of talk from Washington. Consistency. He always talks, <laughs> he always brings it. So, yeah, a very in-depth, uh, great breakdown, as always, from the t- two-and-a-half hoopers here. This will be where the halftime is, but we just have too good of a show for you guys. So we don't – and there's not a whole lot of news uh, that's not involved in the game. So we're probably going to skip the no halftime. No news is good news? No no news is good news. Um, I mean, to, to be – for you, me. because your work ethic is kind of lacking. So if <laughs> 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 you finish school, you deserve a break. And then we made you stay up until 4.30 a.m. By the way, George. Thank you for listening. I want a graduation post. And Josh. <laughs> Josh Rhodes finished Moore Park College. He's going to now a better community college. We're very proud not of Not yet. Not yet. Wait, not finished yet. I have three have summer you, courses. Why haven't you finished? Uh, I, I technically did. I have my credits, but I'm there for another year because, you know. Heck yeah. BASA. <laughs> um, but, Yeah. Enough, enough about us. Time for the all NBA teams. So, George, where do you want to start us here? You want to go? We're going to start out with rookie. Uh, it's not the most controversial one, but there's some importance there. You know, we got to talk about those guys. Should I start with first team? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do second team first, but uh, yeah. So, a little bit of a, I don't know. I, I can't think of the word, but uh, so I didn't do positions. I just did, you know, a little bit of tidbit. Interesting tidbit. There's no positions for all rookies. Fun fact, yeah. Yeah, so no There's positions. Five best I, have, rookies. I think I think we're all gonna have the same list here. I have Lamelo, Tyrese Halliburton, Anthony Edwards, Emmanuel Quickly, and Jay Sean Tate. Yes, sir. No. Oh, okay, Ooh. let's hear it, Josh. So I have Sadiq Bay over Jay Sean Tate. 
I like that. Sadiq Bey's been pretty solid this year. Okay. He's, he's at a very underrated. And I feel he like has. with the rookies, you don't really have to worry too much about wins. Obviously, neither of the teams are good. But I just think Sadiq Bey has more of an important role with the Pistons because Jayshon Tate's kind of more of like a role player sort of. So okay. that's kind of that's kind of the, the one thing differ. that put Tate over for me, and maybe uh, George has a different opinion. Uh, why Tate's over Bay? Uh, Tate was performing even when they were winning games. Like uh, I believe he was starting when even when they had Wood there and they're a 500 team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, we kind of we always uh, where's we oh, talking about find, him being PJ Tucker. They always yeah. find these three and D wings and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, exactly. I uh, he kind of I, I don't know if Tate. one of I don't know if one of you guys made the comparison. He reminds me of Bruce Brown a little bit. I don't know if anyone made that comparison, but that's what no. I thought of him. No? Fair enough. I think he was bit. more P.J. Tucker because they were having him play the five. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, George, give us your uh, your second Second team? team? Okay. So this this one's a little bit more interesting. So Composo qualifies as a rookie. I so have he's on my there. second he, team. He was almost on my first team. <laughs> Composo and then uh, Sadiq Bey, who Josh had on first team. Uh, Desmond Bain, who – Plays for the Grizzlies. Isaiah Stewart, Pistons center. And then uh, Xavier Tillman. I do have two Grizzlies. They kind of knocked it out of the park with those rookies this uh-oh, year. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Somebody's going to be a little angry. We'll go with Lehman first oh. since Josh wants to save the, <laughs> well, I mean, the uh, drama for the end. I guess I just get so to I'm become more angry. and more of an honorary Greek because uh, I got Sam Williams. Say. I got Pat Williams on the second team. Yes. Uh, okay. Shout out to Costa and NBA Mary. Dang it, he's uh, gonna flame me for not having Pete on there. Yeah. Composo, oh, he's gonna be mad. Composo, Pat Williams, Sadiq Bay, and then Isaiah Stewart were lo- like the locked in, and then I I, I put Bain on there just because. So, uh, mm, okay. so no Tillman for me. Interesting. Alrighty, so so I have Deshante uh, instead of uh, well because you know I flipped. Sadiq Bay was first, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Bain. I have Pat Williams. Also, I have Isaiah Stewart. And my last was Isaac Okoro, who has had a very Okoro over Compazzo. Yes, and I think it's just because he's played more. Uh, okay. More minutes. Yeah, he plays forty-two minutes a night. That's why he's played more. And, and, yeah, I know, but he's been playing like the whole year. And while Compazzo does qualify, I don't know if he has the minutes uh, to really have a consideration. Uh, but he has been playing well. And I wouldn't be upset. I just kind of like a Coro a bit better just because he's kind of certified himself as like a set glue guy for the Cavs. He's going to be very good in my opinion. You've always, you, were you on the Okoro trail when they drafted him? Or was that George? I was. I was. I You're was a big Okoro. I, I was a little bit too. I said that because I felt like they had the No, no, no. no it, was, it was Josh. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Kapazo qualified. And then I found him qualified. I'm like, okay. And then I saw the Denver Nuggets like Twitter. They have like 18 posts dedicated Composo All NBA for, uh, or no uh, All Rookie Team. I'm like, they I'll want put him on my ballot. That. He's a 31 year old rookie. Who doesn't love him? He's what Marcelo Huertas was supposed to be. He's Pablo Prigioni of the 20, <laughs> 2020s. I don't know. All right, so those were all rookie teams. Uh, pretty solid. Only we had uh, Tillman and Akaro were the only ones. Uh, we only named 12 players, so it seems like all yeah, rookie is, pre- is pretty cut and dry. Uh, first team yeah. especially. All right, uh, we'll go defense then. We'll save the best for last then. Uh, so, Josh, it. start us off for defense. Ladies and gentlemen, the all-NBA defensive first team is Ben Simmons, Drew Holiday, Draymond Green, Giannis Attendacumpo, and Rudy Gobert, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's I'll all I do. Yep. Okay, yeah. I do want to say that 
uh, the, the biggest difficulty I had was uh, putting Jimmy Butler over Giannis, and that was just because of like voter fatigue. But Giannis has insane stats, and it's not even like just the regular stats like steals and blocks. You, if you look at the advanced stats and the metrics, with a lot of people like to look at, it's it's impossible when, for you not to put him in the first team. When he's playing alongside Brook Lopez, and their defense is still as good as it is, he deserves first yeah. team because you know he should not be playing alongside so, Brook. He should be at the five. <laughs> Uh, my second team is probably where a lot of people kind of stray off. Um, so I have Marcus Smart, Mikael Bridges, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Joel Embiid. And Matisse Seibel would have been on my second team, but I just don't think he has the minutes. Again, he only plays under 20, and while he's a insane defender, like record-wise insane, I think Marcus Smart has more minutes, and therefore it probably will go to him because of that. I uh, I got I got Thibault on over – well, I'll name my whole squad because we have a few disagreements. So Jimmy and Bam we agree on. And then mm-hmm. I got Dylan Brooks uh, just because uh, Josh Nokowski. I, I got to shout him out. But, and then I want, me and George watched a lot of Grizzlies games these past 10 games. Me and George keep it close island them because like JJJ and John Morant. But he – And JJ the, Butter. Yeah. He, Dylan Brooks is the guy that you, you stick him on that player and he's just annoying. He's – uh, he's I, the best. I, he guards the best play every time. Yeah, it's and I, I, I'm watching. I'm like, I don't want him. He's oh, so he froze again. Oh my he's... goodness! Did I froze again. You're here. Yeah, you're fine now. Okay. Well, yeah. Bottom line: Dylan Brooks, good defender. He's on my second team. Fair enough. Oh I no! <laughs> I'm breaking up. We're breaking up. We're breaking up. Go ahead. Okay. Name so Thibel. Quick. Thibel. Thibel over Marcus Smart. Uh, okay. Time miss with Marcus Smart. Uh, small minutes from Thibel cancels out. Thibel's better defender, more steals than field goals. Uh, I know he, it's insane, man. And then I, I have the uh, stat earlier. Yeah, I have Miles Turner on there um, okay. because he's the Over blocks MVP. leader. It. Um, Wait a minute. What you named six players: Brooks, Jimmy Butler, Matisse Thibel, Bam, and then Turner. He does not. He has Thibel over Marcus Smart, George. <laughs> so no, no Embiid. No Embiid. Wow. Okay. okay. That um, that while I agree, sorry, I thought you named it B. That's why I said. That's why I thought you had six. Because like they both have missed good amounts of games, but okay. Joel Embiid was like I'm not opposed to you holding out because of that. Like depoy leader, yeah. at it for a good amount of time. So I feel like uh, it's kind of hard to leave him off. It's between Turner and Embiid, and then I saw a stat where it was like Rudy Gobert li- awarded uh the block leader of the season, and I was like, but he only averaged two point five and. Uh, Turner I don't think Turner qualified because he, he missed time. He, he didn't qualify, but then they're like, wait, if he played as many games as Rudy and got zero blocks every single game, he'd still have more. So they then awarded <laughs> Mickey Mouse Turner. defensive they, they, player. So Turner, Miles Turner's your 2021 block leader. Uh, that okay. makes me think, why not just do totals? Uh, but Adam Silver is a Mickey Mouse GM. Also, so you have Dylan Brooks over I put Mikel Bridge. Okay. Yes. Right. Okay. George. Respectable. So I had four that were like for sure left. That last guard spot was tricky. I was thinking like Mikael Bridges or uh or uh, Marcus Smart. I, I didn't end up going with Dylan Brooks there. Uh Lehman and I kind of just been down the stretch. We we've loved watching him play. He's a pass he he's that, you know, that Pat Bev type guy where you hate playing against him, but you'd love having him on your team. So to fill out the rest of my list, obviously Brooks is first. Jimmy Bam and Bead, kind of those guys are kind of no brainers. And then my last spot, oh, you're giggling. Alex Caruso to finish oh out God. the second team. I'm so I'm so glad George was sounding so intelligent 
mm-hmm. up until that point. Did you see what? Did you, have you seen his defense on some guys? Have you, okay, if you're gonna put a stuff in a blunder, it has to be Thibel. It has to be Thibel if you're gonna no, put it a doesn't. player. No, it doesn't. George, it's George, a rule. They, they implemented this year. Have you seen it? Has to be Thibel. Alex Crusoe has the second highest individual man, defensive man. plus minus when this year. When gets defensive... to play 35 minutes against Russell Westbrook, you're going to watch it, and you're going to watch how horrible, Literally, how horrible like, Russell Westbrook The defensive rating with, like, if you plug Caruso into any, like, two, three-man lineup, it's incredibly high. Oh, Lehman Recency, recency Bum Brooks. <sighs> Homer String, string together Caruso. a sentence first before you talk okay, to him. Okay, George, I want to just tell you, that there are 104 players in NBA history that have recorded over 100 steals and 70 blocks in a season. 104. Only one of them has done it in under 20 minutes per game. Matisse Leibel. He literally, in less than 20 minutes per game, in a shortened season, might I add you, over 100 steals and 70 blocks. I mean, Caruso's third in defensive uh, defensive rating this year. So I thought... Oh the, oh, the nerds are out to play now. Okay, that's good. Uh, I mean, Watch will guard your favorite player and then tell me he's not Tony a Guardian. Did you see how... Did Simply you see Dan how Tony was Guardian when Steph? he brought up the advanced metrics. Okay. Let's move on to the fun stuff now. It's a little I'm tired to talk about defense. I don't want to talk about defense. The Lakers have the best defensive rating this year. LeBron went down, AD went down. Caruso was a big part of keeping that rating at first. All, that's all I'm saying. That's Wouldn't so you want to throw Schroeder in there instead? KCP? <laughs> Frank Vogel, like you, you didn't even, you might have arguably not even picked the best Laker defender. <laughs> well, obviously, AD is the best Laker defender, but uh, anyways, mm, Mickey Mouse defender, a Disney. Laker. All right, okay, all NBA teams. So this we did two teams. So two. Now it gets to the the fun stuff. No one likes Disney. defense. We like star power. Defense wins championships. So, uh, George, you're gonna you're gonna start us off first team, and then Josh is gonna start us off second team, and then we're gonna go back to you for third team. Okay, so uh, start for third team. Then I'll do third team, sure. Because he's a front runner, he wants to change his list when we name him. But uh, my lists are set in set in stone right here. A little bit of a forewarning: I had one center per lineup. I think Josh has two in his first team. I Josh can, is a Mickey I Mouse can, voter. You can, can no, you can it. have that. You, you can have yeah. that. So props to it's Josh. Yeah, hey, okay. the voters it's frowned upon. It. So um, I mean, okay, I'll do my explanation later. My my first two guards, uh, without question, I have Steph there. Uh, he's Top three MVP guy, incredible numbers. He's basically having a 2016 type season. I have Luca second. Uh, he's really improved the second half of the season, got them up to fifth. Uh, his numbers have been incredible. You know, one of the best offensive engines in the league today. Then I have Yanis. I put Jimmy at first team. I think that might be a little bit controversial, but what he did to get Miami out of like the 13th seed and uh, up to the playoffs, I think that was pretty, pretty well. And then, you know, also without question, Jokic, who's going to run away with the MVP. Josh, you want to go or me? I can go. So mine is uh, Kyrie, Harden, LeBron, Giannis, Jokic. No, I'm kidding, George. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so I, I've, I agree with you on four of them: Steph, Luka, Giannis, and Jokic. I agree with. And the Jimmy Butler thing, not a hot take. He would be my first team. However, after seeing the top three of the MVP and uh, Embiid being a top three MVP, it's impo- kind of hard for me to not see of uh, see a scenario where they don't put all three of the top MVP guys in first team. And he does qualify technically for a forward spot. So I do have Joel Embiid there. Not a knock uh, at all. I honestly think that he deserves it over Jimmy Butler. Just because uh, the missed games is kind of the only big thing, but insane amount of points for a center, uh, it, it just crazy. I 
I honestly, like, it blew my mind. This is probably Joel Embiid's best regular season ever. And I hope it translates into the playoffs. And if he didn't miss those games, you know, if they keep winning the way they did, it's going to MVP. That race is very close. I don't I know. I think he probably he wins for it. Sure, I don't know if he for sure wins it, but it's very close. So I mean, if I they if they they would have secured the best record in the league, and if he stayed at like how he was playing before, I think he wins it. But anyways, Lehman, let's hear from you. So if I would if I didn't have like just if I wasn't messed up in the head, yeah, Josh named the best lineup. It the top three MVP candidates should be in All NBA. But I had I'm I'm stuck in my ways. I don't want to put him beat a power forward because I said on a previous poll we covered this. Whoever I put a power forward. Uh, if it's a center, it's a, it's, a, it's a Mickey Mouse first team. I'm sorry. And I don't want to disrespect them being like that. So, yeah, we always get the core four, Steph, Luka, Giannis, Jokic. And I guess we're going to disagree here. I I have Tatum. And that's because I made a rule for myself. Everyone on my first team has to play at least 60 games. Uh, okay. Because I, it you have to draw the line Can somewhere. Read, read your list again. Uh, Steph, Luka, Giannis, Tatum, Jokic. Wow. Hey, that's, that's 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 really high. That's very high. I don't think okay. so. And he you played. also have to consider the amount of games that everybody's missed. You would think that they would lower it even more. Like I know that's a set. It's rule a little bit you. interesting that he left someone else off at that forward position. But I guess we'll get like into that you don't later. think you don't think Kawhi Leonard over Jason Tatum. I I I would. Oh, but Kawhi played games. fifty-two games. And Tatum played 64. No, Paul George. Four games. So I have Tatum a guy who missed, missed Tatum, one game. Tatum got COVID and still played 12 more games than Kawhi Leonard. And Kawhi Leonard. Jason Tatum. I mean, props, props to Tatum. Yeah, he, he's on one of my teams, but I'm surprised. Yeah. Surprised Randall uh, didn't get that over Tatum. Randall played 71 games. So I had Randall there, and I was like, oh, I have my top five MVP candidates, but I made it abundantly clear that he was my fifth MVP candidate because of New York. Um, and the extracurriculars that go into MVP voting don't go into the extracurriculars of all NBA teams. I know. Yeah, I get it. I picked Tatum. He he really picked it up when Brown went out. Uh, It's been a chaotic season for the Celtics. Um, He's been – I got Tatum. Super I would not hate it. I would. I absolutely love that. I think Tatum is one of just those players that doesn't get recognized, just because, especially because Jalen Brown. We were having that talk. Jalen Brown's the better player this season, and at that point, he was statistically. But come on, like he's Jason Tatum's on a completely different level. He has an inhaler on the on the sideline, like Javale McGee, and he's dropping fifty. He, he, he is. He, he was is dueling. He was dueling player. with Steph Curry. Also, Tatum only one of three players this year with a sixty bomb. Curry and Beal, the other ones. And so. he was, and he beat Very Steph. Good. When you know he was dueling against him, so I know it's a hot take. I respect the Jimmy pick. I, he he would probably be there. Um, Jimmy played more games than Kawhi, which is insane to think about. And Jimmy uh, lost like 15 pounds due to COVID early on in the year. So second team time. Take us there. So second team we Let's have see. for the guards, Dame and CP3. CP3 phenomenal year. Dame, you know he's just like the he's just the worst of the three guards that we've been talking about. Uh, Steph, Luca, and him. Uh, I have Kawhi Leonard. Jimmy Butler okay. for my uh, two. It was kind of difficult. I was kind of torn. And I think Paul George qualifies as a two, correct? He's a uh, two, three, forward, yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. And then, unfortunately, because I have two centers in the starting lineup, I have Rudy Gobert as the second, no. be a second team. <laughs> yeah, that makes which sense, sucks though. because I was trying really hard to make a case for Bam out of bio, but it's just kind of difficult. Uh, you know, Rudy Gobert just has crazy, crazy defensive stats and – it, I don't know. It just, it pisses me off more than anything in the world. I'd put Ben Simmons over Rudy Gobert, but 
Gobert is all NBA second team for me. Um, so I'll go second then. George, I really need yours. I need I need your right now. I don't want you to see it. You get it after I, how the am podcast. I supposed to keep track of who you have and who you don't? You'll okay. get it after the podcast. Oh my good. Okay. Uh my second team, uh Dame, CP3. Um, I feel like those are kind of locks. Um, I feel like the four guards are locks in my opinion. Maybe George will prove me wrong. Uh then Kawhi, then Randall, then Embiid. Okay, so uh, Lehman, you and I have four of the five same. Dame, Kawhi, Randall, Embiid. I do not have the same second guard as you. I have Kyrie over CP3. And I know the missed games might be a factor there, but 50-40-90, he has been probably – I think it's like third or fourth most efficient. 50-40-90, I mean, he's been incredible. I know the missed games kind of hurts him, but when he's been on the floor – I mean, he's been damn good. And just the 50-40-90 and uh, how efficient he's been all year, I, 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 I kind of have to keep it there. Well, spoiler, Kyrie is the only net I have on my All-NBA team. So I, 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 I appreciate the Kyrie love, but talking Kyrie for MVP. What? Were, were we ever talking Kyrie for MVP this season? Like at all? Because the there was a there was a month there was a month where people were like CP3 is your MVP and then Jokic lost Murray and started winning more games. Your <laughs> favorite, but CP3 is but the most. Why does that matter for? Ballot. But why does that matter for all NBA? I feel I honestly feel like CP3 is, is kind of narrative well, driven a little bit though. No. Okay. Well. Okay. <laughs> George, it, it, this isn't uh, a Mickey Mouse 2013 where Marcus Saul wins Defensive Player of the Year and then doesn't make any of the defensive. You're a tr- I mean. I don't want to get into a full debate about this because, I mean, whatever. Well, speak your well, truth. So why? Well, so because he because he's in MVP combos, that means he automatically. That's gets not the only pass. reason I'm saying. I'm just saying he's had a better season than Kyrie, and that that's shown because they, sixteen they're and nine is better. Sixteen and nine is better than a 50-40-90 on for Kyrie. He's, he's also next to James Harden and uh, Kevin Durant. It's a it's a little easier yeah, when you're next KD to KD and Harden. Harden. Kitty missed two months. And Kyrie's okay, but the Suns vacations. had a better record also. Like, CP, CP3's not, he's having a Steve Nash-esque year, and I know you hate that because Steve Nash deserved both MVPs over Shaq and Kobe. Obviously. But this is how yeah. it goes. You can't really, like, I think in my, like, I, honestly, like, Kyrie Irving 50-40-90 is very impressive. But it's also kind of, uh, I hate saying it, how we always use it, but it's kind of Mickey Mouse because he did miss a lot of games. <laughs> Chris Paul has been very consistent for the Suns. He's very sturdy. I know he gives up a lot, but his stats his stats are there enough, and the record is there. And we were talking about the MVP conversation, and you can't completely just ignore that. For a good amount of time, it was him and Jokic. We were really ter- we were talking about Anyways, it. Anyways, I'm not going to argue this because I literally have him on my third team. So the, the difference was Kyrie's 50-40-90 for me and just how efficient he had been this year. I get it because he, he's been MVP. He's been, you know, I call him the second best floor raiser in the league. So I get it. I just wanted to have Kyrie there because I, I thought his numbers have been very impressive. But if you want to call it Mickey Mouse, sure. Okay, we're, I'll, I'll give you a break just because, you know, it's almost 5 a.m. and the sun is rising up in Appleton, Wisconsin. Uh, so my turn for All-NBA third team. Uh, George, hopefully after you say your team, you can put in the chat so I can actually keep track of who, who's yes. on your squad. The uh, has been taken. There are three of us, uh, but I'll go first. So like I said, Kyrie and then – I'll let you. I'm not going to debate, but there needs to be a wizard on there. It's Russ or Beal. I have Russ just because I'm a Russ guy. He averaged triple double. I find it more impressive than most do. I don't get voter fatigue. Um, 
but that's just me. I'm also a Russ guy. Uh, and then LeBron, just because he was in the MVP race, only 45 games, but at he's LeBron. He's going to get on there, so I'm going to get ahead of it. I'm going to put him on there. Uh, Jimmy Butler, which is – can't believe I have him that low, but he's, he's on my squad, and then Gobert. Okay. You want me to go second? Sure. So I unfortunately I don't have a wizard as much as that pains me, and I know I would love Russ to get on there. I have Trey. I I think he's he's been really really good, especially there. Then I have CP three. Uh, like I had previously said, let me get the rest of the list. I have Tatum. Uh, I know you had him on first team, but Tatum deserves to be on an All NBA team. I also have LeBron. Uh, he was a top MVP candidate before Solomon Hill decided to uh, steamroll into his ankle, and then uh, Rudy Gobert to finish it off. Oh, you do have Rudy Gobert. I do. I oh, I stand him a lot, but you know he's gonna win Depoy. He he's gonna have an All NBA selection. Adding to that Hall of Fame resume as as Josh so desperately wants to see. Shut up, he Josh. Really... All right, so I did have Trey Young initially. I did talk Ooh. with Lehman before this just to make sure I wasn't too far fetched with my list. Uh, I did have Trey Young. I did have a Wizard. I went the Bradley Beal route, scoring second scoring. Second in scoring this year, uh, I think he's been. I think he's been a little bit more consistent than Russ. Uh, Russ probably had the better end stretch, but Beal's kind of been like their guy uh, for most of the year. I went James Harden, um, and this is because everybody's talking about Kyrie's fifty, forty, ninety. Who, what, who were they winning games with? Mister James Harden. Barely 500. Harden shows up second in East. Like, come on. Like, but he every, barely like, showed up. He's got, the stats. He's got a, a he, lot more games. He, he's got a double double. Hold on. Let me let me look up how many games Kyrie Ring played. You don't want to do. You don't want to do the Harden versus Kyrie games played. Because I know Kyrie played a good amount of games. But will you look up? I know Harden played around 50. So Kyrie played 54. Harden, Harden played 46. Really? I think it was a. I thought it was a bit more than that, but regardless, 46, uh, it was around the bronze. 44. So Kyrie played 10 more games. I just think that, um, what's it called? James Harden was kind of like the reason they were winning games. Uh, he has a, he averaged a double, double, uh, points went down a lot, but I think he did a lot more, uh, for the team than that. And obviously yeah, the I, I just want to say that's, that's only 36 with the Nets. He played Nets. eight with Houston. I know. Right. And, uh, yeah. You know, and you know what? I had Trey Young initially. I had Trey Young initially because of that point, but you guys kept talking about Kyrie, so I had I had to throw Harden in there. Like, you just changed it. Sort of Did you just change it within what? the last ten minutes? And within the last ten minutes, you guys just kept talking about Kyrie, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I made you change it. I'm a joker. I'm a joker. <laughs> no, okay, but anyways, at long story short, James Harden was kind of like the big guy, the big reason they were winning games. Uh, he saved double, season, double. If we're being real. Hmm? Yeah, so uh, I think he deserves a nod. He saved Karis Levert. Tat- that too. <laughs> yeah, all NBA third team. Uh, Jason Tatum, I have Julius Randle. Uh, I don't have LeBron making it, uh, even I, though I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't that, be surprised. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised either way. And because I have two centers in the all NBA first team, I get to throw yeah. Bam Adebayo in there because he deserves it. And he's not, he's, he's he's not, not going to get – he He's not going to get it over fourth team. No, no Clint Capella love Josh. Clint Capella actually was talking about my, de- was on my defensive second team, but I threw Bam in there instead. I big fan of Bam. I don't care about Jonas Valanciunas double, double stats. Bam's been the more impactful player for the Miami heat. You don't oh, care about 20 and 20. 
He yeah, rolls out oh, of bed and need, drops 20 and 15 uh, like he, I'm sure. He's just, he's just Andre Drummond on a slightly more loaded team. Don't say that. Don't say don't that. Don't ever say that. that. When's the last time you seen Andre Drummond get dumped to on the block and shimmy shimmy on Kevon Looney? I'm just saying they, they barely made the if, playoffs. If Andre Drummond played how Jonas played, saying. we would have won but, that game against okay, the Warriors by like 30. But beside, beside the fact you can argue about Jonas Valchino. I have a snub list. I have a snub lineup. Oh, thanks for telling me that. Uh, well, you already knew because I'm not a sicko like Jay Skeets and making 10 All-NBA teams, but I made a fourth team. Okay, it's, let's hear it. And this, this, is where, I, this is where I put Harden just because he was in the MVP conversation for about three days, I think. Uh, oh, so yeah. He's, top, he, was, he was like top he, three MVP for a good amount yeah, of time. Yeah, yeah. For, for like a weekend. He was in the, I think he was in three morning newspapers, and then he got hurt, and he you know he kind of fell off. But Harden's there because he's still a top, top seven player in the league. Uh, Beal. Because that's the other guy um, from the Wizards, second guy, second in scoring. PG, he was the more consistent player for the Clippers. I was very surprised when I found out he only played two more games than Kawhi. Uh, yeah. so why, that's why and Kawhi's yeah. obviously better. Um, so Kawhi made my list and PG didn't. Sabonis, so still after after all those injuries, 20 points, 12 rebounds, seven assists. That's insane. And then yeah. Valanciunas. Uh, I know Josh was attacking Valanciunas because he knew I was going to defend him. But Valanciunas. I want to come up with a point here. Nobody even, not even on your snub team, no spider. Was it because the month missed with the ankle injury? Yeah, I mean, I, we all fall victim of recency bias. And then Spider was having a decent and year. But, I mean, missed those anything. games too. It yeah. was like the Jazz are the first, not Don Vanessa I'm interested that none of you put Booker. I thought we would have had uh, no. some Booker love on here. Because, I mean, you know, it was always like – do it, close. you know. It, it was, you know, he, he doesn't impact winning, you know. Just I'm know. still upset that Booker made the All Star team over DeRozan. That's I'll never, I'll never get Booker any outplayed flowers. by. Uh, I guess if I had to throw a snub team together just super quickly, it would probably be Kyrie, Trey Young, Paul George, Sabonis, and then I'd probably throw Valentine. I don't have the mental so. capacity, but uh, yeah, all your lists are fine. <laughs> Thanks for the uh, and validation. You, and what are you storing that forehead, George? It ain't knowledge, physiology, uh, sleep. Sleep, sleep deprivation. Nice. Well, let's get to the other fun part of the show. Yeah, we're not going to have time yeah. for a halftime because George has to get to bed. But playoff preview. All right. Uh, Josh, you want to start east or west? Let's start with the east because I feel like that's I, a bit easier. It's going with the east, yeah. Let's do um, it. All right. I'm going I'm to go back and forth so you guys uh, can say your opinions first. Uh, Josh, give me the Philly series. Philly versus the Wizards. Sixers, five. Russ gets him one. Agreed. Uh, yeah, I, I think I would agree there too. Uh, George, what's your prediction for Knicks Hawks? Knicks and six. I'm trusting the Tom Thibodeau defense. Joshua. Knicks and seven. Clint Capella is going to be a bit more of a threat to yeah. Derrick Rose's offense than we think. Are you kind of like me? Cause I have Knicks and seven too. Does that mean it could, it could go either way? Is that what a seven-game series means? Because <laughs> my issue is if the Knicks split the series with Atlanta at New York, which I'm predicting, Atlanta could win game three and four very easily, and then the yeah. Knicks are in trouble. Yeah, I, I think, think the Knicks take, I, I don't know. I feel like MSG sold out. I feel Trae like it'd be hard playing, for them to lose Trae there. Trae playing out of his mind. Spike Lee's there. He's going to wear a cool hat probably. It's going to uh, be really fun. RJ Barrett's going to have to play a hard 46 minutes on Trey Young every night. That's going to be rough. If if Hawks got home court, it'd be a different series. Hawks are fa- – excuse me. I think Hawks are favored in betting uh, for the series. So if you want to make some money – sleep- <laughs> Nah, keep sleeping on the Knicks. They're going to win just the gonna series, be. But- I just can't wait to watch uh, Trey and, and Julius's – both their playoff debuts, correct? 
did, yes. Julius, Julius never made it yeah, with the Pelicans. No, their debut. Yeah, okay. Right. Okay, yeah. Julius the never Knicks. made it anywhere, no. <laughs> the yeah, whole spreading for the Knicks debut, I think. It's a lot of fresh blood in, uh, yeah. in, in the East. I, I know. Uh, I, I think it's D Rose and Noel, and everyone else. Uh, Taj, uh, Taj Gibson too. But <laughs> I mean, Reggie uh, Bullock? No, I don't think so. Uh, no, no more Josh, Anyways. give me the. Uh, actually, oh yeah, I'll start with you. I'll give you yeah, Bucks Heat. Give me a prediction. Well, I did say <laughs> if the Bucks played the Heat, they would lose. Don't switch and up. This is, this is the up. only matchup that I think the Miami Heat would win in the first round. And I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna take him <laughs> six. I've and been saying not even a not even a seven while, game pick. While, while Giannis is playing out of his mind, I if it I I don't think if it goes if it goes to seven, I don't think Miami pulls it off uh, away. I think they come out they come out strong. They steal a game. They don't lose any of the games at Miami. I think they steal one of the first two games. I, they just they just have the swagger, and I know they're kind of they're kind of ramping up a little bit. This is the same thing they did last year. They're ramping up at the right time. They're getting the offense working, and every year, oh, Giannis is different. Oh, here's this, here's that. Drew Holiday. They got Drew Holiday. They did this. So what? What's next? Chris Middleton's gonna have a good game one, and the Bucks are set to go. I mean, like everybody's expecting the Heat to be competitive in the series. I know the Bucks are because they lost to them, but I I don't know. It's really hard to go against Jimmy. And it's really hard to go for Giannis considering the recent events. So I'm going to take the Heat. Wouldn't be surprised if Milwaukee takes it. I have Bucks in six. Even if it goes to seven, I think my uh, Milwaukee still wins. I, it's definitely going to go past five. So no, see that's where you're wrong. If you have Bucks, it's got to be in five because if it gets deeper and deeper, Even I disagree six? with Josh. The deeper it goes, the more coaching comes into play and Bud is getting run okay. circles around. So if it gets pat, if it's 2-2, chalk it up. Spolstra's taking it. That's but, Lehman, but, Lehman, yeah. but, but Lehman, listen, listen. Game seven in Milwaukee, Miami's a dangerous away team. However, there are 15,000 Georges screaming at Giannis in a game seven. He might take that game. And and you know what, fifteen thousand Georgia screaming at Jimmy Butler. Jimmy's gonna thrive. Okay. He's gonna thrive. Okay. <laughs> Jimmy <laughs> dropped a forty point triple double back against the wall so against Lehman, LeBron. What's, what's Jimmy also game? dropped sixty steroids into his mouth like a gobble gum from Black Ops Three. Lehman, you see that picture that looked at him? Yeah. yeah. I have bucks and five because okay, if, really? I, if I if I have bucks, it has to be quick. It has to. Okay. It, it just doesn't mean they came out and they're actually different. I if they're actually different, they're not gonna be lollygagging around because they're lollygagging mm-hmm. around. Oh, guess what, Tyler Hero. Jack Carlo, green. He's gonna be sitting courtside, and you you can't mess around. You can't play with your food if you're the Bucks. You gotta dispatch the Heat quick. The Nets. Alrighty. Um. All right, George, take the uh, take the Nets series. Nets Celtics. Kyrie versus the Boston Celtics. Part of me thinks it's a sweep, beef. but I can't I can't do that to Tatum. I, I I could honestly see it being a sweep. I'm just gonna go five out of respect for Tatum because he's gonna have like a 55 ball. And no respect for me. I got it in a sweep, Josh. Okay. I I have Brooklyn in six because I think Boston's Boston's gonna have one oh. good Tatum game, and Brooklyn's also gonna have the a LeBron lousy victory James game. Feel out game. Okay. So. So you, so you think Celtics win one and Nets lose one and it ends up going? Yes. Ah. Ah. Don't Correct. don't phrase that to Russell Westbrook. He'll he won't let me stand him anymore. Less time. Uh, okay. So just to recap, I, no, we don't need to recap. Going to the West. Um, so. <laughs> I'll start with this one. We'll start the 1-8 matchup. Um, did I freeze? 
No, no, no. I'm just no, your eyes are freaking out. You're giving me a tough one, man. You're giving me. Anyways, oh my gosh, I forgot. Al Horford. Oh, Al Horford has pretty eyes. But okay, so Utah series. So I'm gonna ask for Grizzlies first. Because I believe Bobby Porter's crazy eyes. Bobby there you go. There Bobby you go. Porter's eyes. Yeah. Okay. So George, give me Utah Grizzlies. Sweep. Josh. If it's Grizzlies. If it's Grizzlies, we'll start with the boring one first. Five. I give Jonas. I have five too. Okay. Yeah. I, I think the defense shows up, and I think they catch Johnny Mitchell and Mike Conley off guard in game one or two. I think they split on the road. No, I think they win one in Memphis. And uh, mm, that's fine. Jordan Jordan Arena. With, with 15,000 JJ Buddhas in the stand. Oh, 1,000. <laughs> they might get yes, two at sir. that rate. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Now, now, okay, okay. If it's the Warriors, what happens? What happens, Josh, if it's Utah Jazz versus the Warriors? Jazz in seven, man. That's that's <laughs> so close. That's so close. I'm so close against to Steph and against okay. Never I, I'm, I'm never George, doubt like the George Warriors, got man. Steph. George has Steph. Say it, George. Say it. No, I okay. It's close. It's close because it it solely relies on how healthy Donovan Mitchell is. If he's like not even close to himself. I have Warriors in seven, but like if he comes out and is like bubble, you know, bubble Donnie, then they're gonna win in like six games. But I have no idea. It, it's such a toss. If he's oh, bubble right. Donnie, they win in six games. How the hell would they pull it off if he's not? <laughs> the Warriors get two if Donnie Mitchell scores again. Uh, okay, well, Lehman Lehman froze a little bit. So I'll explain why I think it's close. I think the one. Uh, I mean, because Steph Curry has to be played by Mike Conley or Donovan Mitchell for most of the game, which is going to be rough. However, the big, the two big factors is how the Jazz guard the pick and pop, and how they handle Andrew Wiggins because they don't have wing defenders. I like Rose O'Neal. Andrew Wiggins is like three inches taller than him. He's shooting over him every time. He was putting a, he put like LeBron James in a body bag in the play. He only I plays was, good against. I was LeBron. concerned. So I mean, it, I it's close. It's the Warriors for an Oracle. It's the Warriors for an Oracle. It, I'd have, I'd have them in seven, but I got Utah in six. Okay. Um, I it, it really does. It, it's on Don Mitchell's health though, because it's gonna be his first game like back in like a month and a half. Him and Mitch, uh, him and Mike. It's not. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he practiced today. Not too confident. Is sore. Anyways, yeah. Uh, Clippers and the Mavericks. Who wants to get us started with that one? I think it's the same as last year. Six games. I agree. Uh-oh, uh-oh. He's picking Luca. He's picking Luca. Jake is going to be so mad at you. So mad at you. <laughs> the Luca magic will only take it to seven. I, I oh, can't. The, okay. clip, the, clip, the, clips will, the Clips will win, they'll, but they'll have some pretty rough edges. But uh, it, the Porzingis thing, man, like he's just regressed. And as much as, I love, as much as I love Luca, he just doesn't have enough offensive firepower to. Porzingis is the guy from the SpongeBob episode where he's like, "I was made out of glass, bones, and paper skin." If it goes to seven, I'm breaking open the piggy bank and marching on the staples, and I'm gonna be cheer. The- uh, I, I think it goes if six. It goes, if, it, if it goes to seven, I'm calling out of work, and you're coming over here, and we are yelling. At <laughs> Jake and the funky the bunch game. go to staples. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the Mickey Mouse they lose, man. We're gonna have to Uber home if the Clippers lose Game Seven. I don't want to see Steve Ballmer sad. I, I didn't get to see it last year because he wasn't. I don't. I, he they was, didn't show him. They just much. didn't show him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see Steve Ballmer sad. And they go in the first round. But I have Clippers in six. I 
I just don't think the Mavs have enough. But if it, if they keep it close, Clippers are horrible in the clutch offensively. And Luca has their, Luca has their number, so yeah. So we'll see. Um, we'll go Denver Blazers next. I'll start with Josh. This is so intriguing, man. It's this one also could go seven. I'm kind of kind of negating back on my point of like I think our hot take that there will be more first more lower seed upsets in the first round than higher seed wins. Um, you know what? I'm gonna do it. Blazes and seven. I'm gonna do it. I love Jokic, but I just don't think I just don't think that they're gonna be able to keep up with Portland. I think Portland gets really hot. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be a repeat game seven. CJ McCollum has everybody's number. Literally seven. Taking words from my mouth. That's exactly my prediction. I think it's gonna be just like the 2019 series. I know Jokic has is the MVP and is completely evolved. The thing is, there's no Murray. Oh, Michael Porter Jr. Who's guarding Michael Porter Jr. (laughs) I just, That's why I it goes to seven. That's why it goes to seven, honestly, man. That's the reason, right? Like when, I, when I when I look at it, just the sheer offensive firepower Portland has in the backcourt. Who's Composo guarding? CJ, Dame. Will Barnes a big X factor here. This series could easily go four or five if Will Barnes able to shut down Dame. Let's hear it, Liam. You look pretty annoyed. It, it's Denver and seven. It's a pick'em. It is, but I. What Dame are we getting? We've only seen Dame really show out in the playoffs twice. And that was uh, in the Rocket series, I believe. That was pandemic P. Pandemic P. And and then in nineteen uh, when they made the but conference it, finals, both in the first round though. He didn't even play good in the second round. He just played good in the first round. That's all we need. First well, round Dame. First round fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Uh, we he, we're not guaranteed to get Dame time. Uh, and Mike Malone's a good coach. I agree they don't have a lot of bodies to throw at him, especially if Will Barton's not healthy. But they have not shown to have an answer for Jokic. None of the league has besides maybe the uh, L.A. But yeah, it is 5 a.m., George. Yeah, um, maybe that's why you picked the Blazers instead of the Nuggets. But uh, I'm going to hold you to it. But, I mean, I, ju- I just have Denver. I got a feeling about it. They have home court. It's hard to play in Denver. It's a, it's a pick em, though. They're um, – if we want to get more in depth, we could, but have to do more research, and we would have to do it at an earlier time. Uh, so let's move on to the last series here. <sighs> what is uh, what's Lakers Suns looking like? Lakers in five. Josh, what's Lakers Suns looking like? Lakers in seven. I have Lakers in six. Um, Ooh, I was variety. thinking that. I was thinking that, but I'm also afraid that the Suns are going to go up 2-0. And then it's going to be an uphill. Wow! Game from there. Are we getting a LeBron feel out game? Yes, absolutely. It might not even Chris be. It might, it might not even be it like feel out three game. feel out games against. I don't Chris know how. It, it might just be like trying to ramp up because he's not the healthiest right now. I I'm not going to speculate. Every other day, it's I'm not a hundred percent. Oh, I'm about to be a hundred percent. Oh, I'm playing on one leg. Like just, I can't just wait. Please, my just please be good. Thing. My favorite thing about this is the fact that Joe – two things. One, Joey wins no matter who wins mm-hmm. the series. Well, Joey and always second, wins. And second, Joey I can't wait for play. George to go, I can't believe Drummond's in because Aiden's in. Put AD at the five. And then we start getting out-rebounded, and George goes, AD is soft. Eight is new. We need I would a never center. call AD He's going to break – he's literally going to cut break in half. I think I have 800 quotes in my phone of you calling Anthony We should Davis take George soft. off the pod until Lakers are eliminated. 
I think we shouldn't let George talk about playoff Lakers until we make it to like the finals. Oh, then he's going to be second meme reference. That guy, he's freaking out. He's got the veins popping out when he haven't talked <laughs> about the Lakers in five minutes. That's how George is going to be. He's going to be freaking out. Um, yeah. I. So how confident are you that Suns go up 2-0, Josh? It's like a 70-30. Like it's really yeah. hard because the, the field game is the field game is going to happen. And it's Chris Paul. There's no way. I. It's gonna. They're probably gonna go up 2-0. and that's just uh, that's rough. That's Chris rough. Paul, George, and at, the Suns have an open arena. As someone who finally watched an NBA game from in full length with Lakers Warriors, uh, do you think there's any film there for Chris Paul to watch and learn anything from, as you know, point God? Or is it kind of just I a mean, throwaway game? Because there's a lot of things you can do. I mean, I guess. Lakers are very gonna, sloppy as far as turnovers. And they're all not going to guard. They're not going to guard Phoenix the same way that they guarded the Warriors, though. So, that's well, no, I mean, I mean, defend the Lakers because they had a lot of turnovers. They've been very sloppy lately. They can, they can look up all the film they want. Do they have a guy to guard AD? No. Who are they going to throw? Frank Kaminsky. They might just have AD guard himself if he's not doesn't have that mid range goal. They could clog the paint because if we're playing drum in there. Sheesh. I guess the best Louder. the best thing to do if Drummond is in is probably send double teams. AD's not the best at uh, reading, tra- trying to read out double teams. So I think you, you got to trap him and just make life tougher on him. And with LeBron, I have to stick McHale on him and just get up in his jersey, annoy the shit out of him. I mean, that's what you got to do. You heard it here first. George Martin thinks that A. Disney has the read level of a third grader um, as far as on the court. I do Anything wanna, else to add I, here? Josh, yes. Um, I'm just curious. Is there a good a chance that the Suns beat the Lakers? Because I'm really thinking about it, and I think that there is a good chance. They're not favored, so you know what? If you want to take that money to the bank, you might be able to win the Suns win. I'm not going to take it to the bank because I'm confident in the Lakers, but I'm just saying that we shouldn't like not So why is it a question? If you're confident, well, why are you asking the question? Because there's still a relatively good chance that if the Lakers don't – this isn't like one of those Let's like oh, the Lakers don't show up. They can – this isn't like a series where if the Lakers don't show up, they're still going to win just because of how talented they are. Like the Suns easily could win this series. Well, I disagree. Sometimes as far as talent goes, like you can have all these like, oh, they matched up like this, you do this, the coaching about this, that. Sometimes you know, look, Lakers have the two best players on the court. Um, and – as you get, I think Suns have a lot more of the middle guys. As far as you bring like the top 15 players in the series, top 10, they have a lot more of the middle guys. But like you get to 8, 9, 10 again, it goes back to the Lakers. So I, I, I think they have depth and star power. Uh, Suns are no okay. no schmucks. They, they're not a Mickey Mouse 2 seed. This team is very, very good. And Monty Williams is a very, very good coach. I, but <clears throat> it, a lot of inexperience there. And you're playing LeBron I, James. The inexperience, I also get Josh's concern. I, I would say one thing to like bank on is that the – the most consistent thing about this Lakers team, especially their, uh, their defense, their guard defense, they're going to make life tough on CP and Buck, and I'm not saying they're going to completely shut them down, but if you make it hard enough on them, I don't even think the Lakers have to be at their best uh, to win the series. So that's um, that's why I have confidence there. I'm getting 2013 flashbacks where everybody was saying the Lakers would beat the Spurs and then the Spurs swept. swept. <laughs> With Kobe, Kobe, tours, Kobe tours Achilles. So yeah, yeah, this is – it's it's completely different scenario, but it's just funny to think about. Yeah. Well, yeah, in that scenario, we were playing uh, Stephen Blake at uh, point guard because Steve Nash was uh, hurt. I know we're about or to wrap Powell, it up, had but no just just real quickly, no no real reasoning um, for Grizzlies Warriors. Uh, George, who do you have? Warriors. Okay. You, and you guys both stick with the Warriors. I have Grizzlies. Yeah. You, you, I'm gonna you take. I'm gonna take Steph. 
You're going to take Steph? I, I think it's up in the air. It's going to be a Warriors blowout or a close Grizzlies game. You can hold me to that. I'll take that to the bank. But uh, if yeah. i got to choose, I'm taking the Grizzlies. Uh, well, shot clock has expired. Uh, George is looking at me like he's ready, ready to hit the hay. He took Moderna. He took it head no, on. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. He took <laughs> Pfizer. <laughs> he took Pfizer. Pfizer didn't have anything on him. He's awake. It's 5 a.m. We'll see when I wake uh, up. Thanks for joining us, guys. It was probably one of our more important episodes, so I'm glad we could have a full squad here. Appreciate you, Josh. Appreciate you, George. Uh, Thanks for watching or listening. If you're watching, subscribe. If you're listening, uh, Spotify, give us a follow. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, at Hoopers. You know the whole drill. George never cut lack without his phone, although don't tweet before probably 5 p.m. tomorrow, uh, Pacific time, because he will not be awake. Um, (laughs) All right. 7 p.m. Shout out to all the OGs, Danny Stipp, uh, Josh Nowakowski, Cole Wakeham, uh, all those guys. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for being OG. Take care, guys.